ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior, and soon coming King, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead. Prayer, devotional, memorial, family, and evangelistic service family members, my beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible episode number 528, if you will, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single story and that is a single true non-fiction story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today we are reading 2 Chronicles chapter 5 verses 1 through 7. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, grant us your energy, your strength, your grace. Lord, for some of us, even in our older age, uh, your ability to concentrate and to focus and the power of your Holy Spirit to pray as we should. Holy Father God, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for your grace, your love and your mercy for allowing us to see another beautiful day and for all of the blessings that have come from your love, mercy, and grace. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word, and for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us. I praise you and I thank you for your for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us, and uh, the many answers to prayers in the thousands down through the years, based upon your holy word that builds our faith, ask and ye shall receive. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be open unto you. And Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ, have, Lord, continued mercy and grace upon us. And for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our sins for those of us who are saved, as we from our hearts by your grace forgive others. And Lord, for those who are not saved among us, may be religious, but not saved, including my wife, Marika White, who is standing right here beside me, helping me in the ministry. Lord, open her blinded eyes and unstop her deaf ears. Help her to lay aside her pharaohistic pride 
and to humbly believe in you and to understand that the gospel, uh, the only way that she can be saved is through you and through your gospel, not through works in the ministry, the church, or even helping me in the ministry. Uh, I do pray that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, save millions who are in the church and lost. Uh, Lord, uh, help us to engage in the church in more in-reach uh, and not just outreach. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ also that you would cast the devil and the demons of hell out of uh, my wife and others who have that problem in our family and in uh, other Christian families and other churches and ministries. Cast the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic, demonic uh, spirits of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of their hearts. Uh, Lord, help them not to uh, continue to hate you and hate your work and uh, save their souls and uh, help them to love you to the point of obeying you and fearing you. And Lord God in heaven, I do pray that you would rebuke and bind the devil and his demons and his hosts, Lord, from uh, their lives, people who have that problem, and give them and give all of us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. We also pray that you would cast out of them uh, the demonic sins that are produced from these spirits, such as pride, even Pharaoh-style pride, stubbornness, rebelliousness, and witchcraft, bad attitudes and bad spirits, lying and dishonesty and deceit and living a lie, and other such foolishness in their lives and in the church and in the family. And Holy Father God, we pray that you will save those who are lost in the church so that they can actually enjoy the benefits and the pleasure of serving you. And yes, the tribulation of serving you with peace, with joy, and with good cheer. And uh, the Christian life will always have its tribulations, but it won't be such a struggle for them. They won't be hypocrites acting one way when they're not serving in the church and then another way uh, when they're in the church serving. Uh, the yo-yo uh, uh, kind of a Christianity, where they're hypocrites and devils uh, at home, but angels when it's time to serve, uh, and, and, and they act like they're... Uh, uh, great Christians when in fact they have never been born again. And so Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that for those of us who are saved, truly born again, filled with your Holy Spirit, deliver us today from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, and to do right and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. And we pray that you'd block the devil from hindering us in serving you. Uh, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And Holy Father God, help us who name the name of Christ and those of us who are saved to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you, our first love. And uh, Holy Father God, save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving in this country and around the globe. Uh, 
And uh, Lord, uh, by the power of your grace, by the power of your love, by the power of your Holy Spirit, and that is in the world. And Holy Father God, we also pray for those of us who are uh, true born-again Christians. This is something that hypocrites and tares and people who are lost uh, cannot have. So Lord, I pray this for your born-again Christians everywhere. Lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, and fill us with your peace that passeth all understanding, your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart. And Holy Father God, I pray also that, Lord, you would help us and grant us your grace and your strength and the power of your Holy Spirit to... Uh, confess our sins as your born-again ones, repent of our sins, and do right by you. And uh, continue to grow in love for you and fear of you, that we would obey your holy word at all times, not in a hypocritical, lost way, where they only... Uh, shine when it's time to shine around other people, but at home they're devilish and evil and wicked and hypocritical. And so, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you will help us to be Christians in our hearts 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and cannot do... Uh, other than that. And Lord, I do pray that you would deliver us from all of our distresses and afflictions. Deliver us from all of our cares, worries, and anxieties. Fill us with your peace that passes all understanding and your joy unspeakable. And Lord, we pray that you deliver us from all of our tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, and tensions. And Lord, help us to implement what you would have us to implement and do. And uh, uh, Lord, we pray that you would deliver us also from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, uh, financial, student loan debt, student progress problems, all indebtedness, and help us all to live within our means and below our means so that we can have peace in this present world. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Holy Father God, I continue in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would indeed have all of this uh, to come to pass and protect millions from a housing crisis, food crisis, medical crisis, and uh, utilities crisis as well. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would protect, Lord, all of my family uh, and all other true Christian families and all other people as you see fit. Protect us, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Uh, surround us with your protection, the man of your holy angels, and the wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the blood of Christ and make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. And uh, Holy Father God, surround us with the man of your holy angels. Place, Lord, upon us the whole arm of God. And Lord, I pray that you'll help us to glorify your name today and to lift up your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, we pray that you'll draw all men and women, boys and girls, to him. For he is our only hope. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and 
gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing by the grace of Almighty God through His Son Jesus Christ because this is a privilege to read in your hearing the Word of God Thus saith the Lord the Holy Bible at Second Chronicles chapter 5 verses 1 through 7 Thus all the work that Solomon made for the house of the Lord was finished. And Solomon brought in all the things that David his father had dedicated, and the silver and the gold, and all the instruments put he among the treasures of the house of God. Then Solomon assembled the elders of Israel and all the ends of the tribes, the chief of the fathers of the children of Israel unto Jerusalem to bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of the city of David, which is Zion. Wherefore all the men of Israel assembled themselves unto the king in the feast which was in the seventh month. And all the elders of Israel came, and the Levites took up the ark. And they brought up the ark and the tabernacle of the congregation and all the holy vessels that were in the tabernacle. These did the priests and the Levites bring up. Also King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel that were assembled unto him before the ark sacrificed sheep and oxen, which could not be told nor numbered for multitude. And the priests brought in the ark of the covenant of the Lord unto his place to the oracle of the house into the most holy place, even under the wings of the cherubims. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, thank you for the privilege and the honor to read your holy word, and thank you for what you do in our hearts, our minds, our souls, and spirits when we read your holy word at any point I cannot explain it Lord people would have to know you as Savior and Father God to understand it Lord I don't know of anybody who can explain the burning of your holy word the moving of your holy word in our souls our spirits the nourishment that your holy word provides the straightening out that your holy word provides, uh, the clear thinking that your holy word forces, uh, and how it satisfies like nothing else. No other form of literature, no other writings can do what your holy word does with the power of your Holy Spirit, Spirit and in prayer. And all I can say is, Lord, I give you all of the glory the praise, the thanks, and the honor for it. 
In Jesus Christ's name I do pray. Help us to walk in it and obey it. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead service family members. My beloved, this is Daniel White the third, the son of Bishop Daniel White Jr., who is now in heaven. President of Gospel Light Society International with the White House Family Devotional Reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 137. Holy Father God, continue to speak to our hearts by the power of your Holy Spirit from your Holy Word and have it to change our lives from the inside out and make us more obedient to you. For you said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Help us to do just that. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. We're at Psalm 15.3. He that backbiteth not with his tongue, nor doeth evil to his neighbor, nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor. After the positive comes the negative. He that backbiteth not with his tongue, there is a sinful way of backbiting with the heart when we think too hardly of a neighbor, but it is the tongue which does the, uh, which does the mischief. Some men's tongues bite more than their teeth. The tongue is not steel, but it cuts, and its wounds are very hard to heal. His worst wounds are not with its edge to our face, but with its back when our head is turned. Under the law, a nighthawk was an unclean bird, and its human image is abominable everywhere. All slanderers are the devil's bellows, to blow up contention, but those are the worst which blow at the back of the fire. Nor doeth evil to his neighbor. He who bridles his tongue will not give a license to his hand. Loving our neighbor as ourselves will make us jealous of his good name, careful not to injure, injure his estate, or by ill example to corrupt his character. Nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor. He is a fool if not a knave who picks up stolen goods and harbors them. In slander as well as robbery, the receiver is as bad as the thief. If there were not gratified hearers of ill reports, there would be an end of the trade of spreading them. Trap says that the talebearer carrieth the devil in his tongue, and the talebearer, the tail hearer rather, 
carries the devil in his ear. We say amen and amen. Go ahead, Spurgeon. The original may be translated, endureth, implying that it is a sin to endure or tolerate tear-bearers. Show that man out. We should say of a junket, yet it is very questionable if his unmanly behavior will do us so much mischief as the tailbearer's insinuating story. Call for a policeman. We say if we see a thief at his business, ought we to feel no indignation when we hear a gossip at her work? Mad dog, mad dog is a terrible hue and cry, but there are few curs whose bite is so dangerous as a busybody's tongue. Fire, fire is an alarming note, but the tailbearer's tongue is set on fire of hell, and those who indulge it had better mend their manners or they may find that there is fire in hell for unbridled tongues. Our Lord spake evil of no man, but breathed a prayer for his foes. We must be like him, or we shall never be with him. Go ahead, Spurgeon, and amen. Let's pray. Holy Father God, We pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, Lord, we thank you so much for your powerful and holy word. Help us to take heed to it. Help us to love it more. Help us to cherish it more. Help us to meditate on it. Help us to understand it and apply it to our lives and help us to obey it. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friends, we go to the family segment, or what I call the family verses. And we're at Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. I do spend more time on the uh, husband and the wife, or the wife and the husband, than I do on the children, because I believe the biggest problems in families are not the children, but the husband and the wife. Doggone it. It's a shame that we have to deal with the parents like their children. Uh, the children will pretty much obey the parents and follow the parents, particularly uh, up until their teens, and you'll find uh, one or two or three of your children acting out and rebellious, and you got to deal with them. But that's your job. But first, deal with yourself. <clears throat> we got parents who want me to beat up on the children when they need to be beat up on. Quite frankly, or they just—that's right. They—they they look askance at their children. Uh huh. You hear that? You hear what preacher White said? You hear what Pastor White said about you obeying me? You know. But the truth of the matter is. <coughs> Pardon me. I, I guess I need to get a cough button. <coughs> I tell my uh, technician and editor not to, not to edit even out the coughs because I want it to be as real as uh, or the clearing of my throat. I want the podcast to be as real as as possible. But the truth of the matter is, there are husbands and wives who don't have themselves together. 
Did you hear that clearly enough? Huh? <laughs> so I think you need to get your act together. And then, then you can help your children get their act together. But if you are not consistent and you're not faithful and you, you are full of hell and the devil and a hypocrite. Oh, I feel like breaching right now. As a parent, as a as a wife or a mother, pardon me. Uh, uh, listen, uh, <clears throat> and and you, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Okay, uh, I, I, listen. You you think your children are stupid? They're not. From the time they're born, they they're observing what you're doing. And most children will follow what you do far more than what you say. Uh, the devil is a lie. Do you hear me? Uh, see? And uh, so if you're not obedient to what you're supposed to be doing, and they know what you're supposed to be doing, not because they necessarily... <coughs> Pardon me, necessarily read what you ought to be doing in the Bible. Uh, children have instincts too. Do you hear me? They know what you ought to be doing and, what, and they can tell whether or not you love them. I made my wife breastfeed all of our children, all seven children. And uh, and here's what happened. Because they did not detect motherly love in her at all, as soon as she weaned them, which was about, a, I think, a two-year process, I guess. I don't know. I can't remember. But it was a while. As soon as she weaned them, they ran to me. Why? Because they detected as children that I loved them genuinely. From my heart, for my wife, they were a burden. To me, they were a blessing. And uh, they detected that. And so they ran to me as little children. And when they got a little older, and they would write me little letters on their own, spontaneous. They would call me the father and the mother. I didn't tell them to write that. I have never wanted to be a mother in my life. <clears throat> but what I, the reason why they did that is because I made sure that they were taken care of. Meaning, if she was not doing her job, I made her do her job. And I do not regret it at all. As long as she was going to live in my house, she was going to do her job. I insisted on it. And, uh, and, and, and whatever she fouled up with the children, I made, her made, I made her make it right. I made her tell her children, I love you. She didn't want to do that. I made her uh, hug her children. She didn't want to do that. She didn't even want to go to the park with the children. I made her do that. And when she didn't want to change the children, I made her do that. When she didn't even want to feed the children, I made her do that. See, and some of you all don't like that reporting because uh, you, you, you're the same either way. Your children are a burden to you. You want to try to hand them off to other people. And I didn't let my wife do that. We raised our children. We never took them to, listen to me, my children have never been in the daycare. Why would I put them in a daycare and they have a mother and a father? That's ridiculous. And it's ridiculous for you to do it and very unsafe. Anyway, so parents, get your act together. Get your heart right. You get saved and act like a saved person and act like you have some sense. And nobody's going to tell you this like me. So hear it from me. All of this whining and... and uh, crying and boohooing like you're doing, you're doing the children a favor. You need a break from your children and all this foolishness. That's not that's not anywhere in the Bible, nor in deep history. 
There's no such thing as a mother taking a break from her children. <coughs> if you're that feeble, you need to pray and ask God for strength. <coughs> if you're that feeble-minded, then you don't need to even be with the children. You might want to ask just to be totally taken out of the position. Because you, you, you don't need to hurt the children and hurt their feelings and break their hearts. And there's a price to pay because your children grow up and they become more independent. And some of them do great things. And you're going to wish they would come by and visit you and, and, and so forth. <coughs> Take you shopping or go drink coffee together and all of that. And because you didn't want to have anything to do with them uh, growing up, guess what happens? They don't have anything to do with you growing old. That's the price to pay, my friends. But at the same time, I must preach the truth to the children. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. And children, if you are saved, you have to make up your mind to do what is right in God's sight. See the, see, the reason why I choose to obey God is because God is in me. Jesus Christ is in me. The Holy Spirit of God is in me. Void of all of that, you're not going to even choose to serve the Lord and obey the Lord. You're not going to have a heart to it. God, in his love, and through his love, through his Son, Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit, and through the Word of God, restrain me from doing what I want to do, to do what he wants me to do, and enjoy it. Okay? With good cheer. So that's how saved people act. And they enjoy the benefits and the blessings of God when they do that. You don't obey, you don't, you're not, if you're not saved, you're not going to love Jesus and you're not going to obey him. So make sure that you're saved. Make sure uh, that you examine yourself and see whether or not you be in the faith. If you are mean as the devil, hateful as the devil, disrespectful as the devil, disobedient, hell-bent on doing your evil with your evil mind, then you're not saved. You've never been born again. You are a hypocrite. You are a counterfeit Christian. You are a phony. You are a terrorist. T-A-R-E, a terror in the church. Uh, if, you, if you can't do this right here, there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with your salvation. This is not something that you have to uh, go into over a whole bunch of years. Uh, this, if you're saved and filled with the Holy Spirit, much of this obedience thing is instantaneous. It's a change that takes place in your heart. Regardless of uh, who your parents are, you will choose, like Jesus, to subject yourself to them and obey them, and be blessed. See, and that's the end game. Man, I'm telling you, you people who are striving against God's word, and you disobey God's word, the end game is, if you obey God, he'll bless you. And you'll live a peaceful, blessed, good, productive life. You will have peace in your heart and in your mind, joy unspeakable. And that's a fact. So then children obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. My oldest daughter Danny did it this way. My oldest daughter Danita did it this way. And uh, they're being blessed. 
because they honored. And my son now is being blessed. My son Daniel is being blessed because he honors his father. That's the end game. And they're enjoying their life big time. And they did it, when they left, they did it my way. I helped them, they, let, they uh, allowed me the privilege of helping them to leave with a hug and an end and I love you on good terms. And they received my blessings and they have been blessed. Okay? So that's how you do it. You, and if you don't understand this, you can't do this. You want to you be rebellious and mean and hateful then my dear friend, you have never been born again, see, uh, that's the whole whole thing, if the wife does not want to obey what God has told her, she's lost and on her way to hell, if the husband does not want to obey what God has told him, he's lost and on his way to hell, this is not hard people, the commandments of God are not grievous, the Bible says, it's not hard for saved people, people who are born again and who are filled with the Holy Spirit of God. It's hard for demoniacs, people who are not saved, who are filled with the devil. They have allowed the devil to fill their hearts with evil. They're the ones who find this difficult and hard and foreign. And that's all there is to it. And we need to stop trying to build systems to accommodate devils in the church and in the family. They do it God's way or they suffer the consequences. Period. Children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Period. Honor thy father and mother which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with thee and thou mayest live long on the earth. Period. Stop compromising with people and devils and demons and uh, they don't want to do right, you punish them, parents, and stop coddling them. They're full of hell and the devil, and you know it. With that said, let's pray for other families, and let's pray for uh, other people and other situations. Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for all families that don't know your Savior, save their souls and change their lives. Revive those families that are saved and the people in the families. For Lord, I would venture to say that people claim to have Christian families and there are many people in the family not saved. Just the father saved or the mother saved. Or both, hopefully. But Lord, help both families have the advantage and take the advantage of reading the Holy Word and obeying it. We pray now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the salvation of the lost for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving, and the mourning. Around the world, across this country, in our communities, in our families, in our churches, and in our lives, personal lives. And Lord, I believe that there are many with me today who will say, well, will say, uh, uh, thank you for bringing us from a mighty long way. And Lord, you may not be able to say well done to us one day, but we can say to you, well done. Thank you so much for what you've done for us. And we give you all of the glory, praise, and honor, especially for your son giving up your son to die on the cross for our sins as the Lamb of God who has taken away the sin of the world and giving us the privilege and the heart and the mind to believe in him. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for all people who name the name of Christ have mercy and grace upon us and please forgive us of our wicked sins of disobeying your great commandment and your great commission. 
Lord, help us to witness for Christ by any means necessary each and every day. Of our lives. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you will help us all who say that we're saved to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent and to give back to you our first love. And Holy Father God, we also pray today for all of your government ministers. I thank you for them and I pray for each and every one of them from the President of the United States. It makes no difference to us whether he's Democrat or Republican or independent, black or white. Lord, we pray that you bless all of your servants whom you have called to government ministry around the world. And we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And we pray that you would save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, cast the demons of hell out of those who are wicked. And Lord, lead, touch their heart to lead in such a way that we live peaceful and quiet lives. And Holy Father God, we pray that you would protect all of your all of your servants, your Christian servants who are being persecuted for their faith and killed around the globe, including in America. And we pray that you will protect them and provide for them and bless them, grant them your grace, uh, Lord, for their trying uh, hour and for their dying hour, if that be your will. And now, Lord, we have prayed for millions who are hurting from the coronavirus plague and from war. And we pray for a few by name. We pray for the family and friends of California resident Jose Roberto Alvarez. We pray for the family and friends of Texas, Pastor Tom Wood. We pray for the family and friends of South Carolina nurse, Patricia Edwards. We pray for the family and friends of Texas coach, Hector Walker. We pray for the family and friends of Texas therapist, Isabel Papa Dimitrio as well. And Lord, comfort them, help them, save them, bless them as only you can by your grace. Help them to hear your good news and your gospel and be saved today. And Lord, we also pray now for all of the prayer requests that have come in, thousands of prayer requests down through the years. Thank you for giving us a mind, a heart, and the strength and your grace to pray for all of these people and their needs down through the years. What a privilege and what a blessing. And thank you for hearing thousands of answers to prayer. And we pray still today for each and every one uh, together. And including the new ones today, we pray for the salvation, spiritual, family, financial, uh, family life, financial, material, protection, and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all, even today. And hear and answer their prayers, and answer, and Lord, hear and answer our prayers for them. And we pray for a few by name, we pray for some new prayer requests, we pray for Jillian, Please give her guidance, direction, purpose. Uh, show her what her calling is. Give her wisdom, confidence, support, and new opportunities regarding lifestyle. And uh, all relationships. Uh, protect her from spiritual attacks. Deliver her from unclean spirits and any curses. Help her to be closer, connected to you, Lord Jesus. 
We pray, Lord, for Phil. Please bless Lorraine with excellent health. Place your right hand of protection and continued healing over her. Help her to pay off all of her debt and give her financial freedom, favor, and provision for uh, favor and provision for the blood of Jesus to cover her and for her to sense your presence and experience your goodness always. Please bless and favor fear by your right hand. Answer all of his personal prayers and move in his life right now. Speak to him. Give him guidance, wisdom, and insight for his next steps and help him to grow spiritually. We pray for Naeem. Please bless him with money to buy Bibles. And Lord, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for all of the thousands of folks who have heard the gospel, millions of folks who have heard the gospel, and the thousands who have made a profession of faith in you through the preaching of the gospel, through this ministry. And we pray, Lord, that you'll help them to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith. We pray for Lynette. We pray for Joyce. We pray for... Uh, in, we pray for Eric, and we pray for Thomas. And Lord, we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you, even though I have never given that invitation, even though I've never invited the people to let us know that they have recommitted their lives, Lord, but you have moved upon their hearts through the, your preached word, the whole counsel of God and the gospel, uh, that evidently moved them to write in and let uh, us know that they were coming back to you from their backslidden state. We pray, Lord, for Anthony, Nibelum, Maureen, Tadron, and Deborah. We commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in our lives as well. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Dear friends, may God bless you and keep you is my prayer. I have to go preach now. Please join us if you're able to. God bless you until next time. Now, dear friend, if you are with us today, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, John 3.16 states, For God so loved the world, these are the words of Jesus Christ, God so loved the world, that means that if you are in this world, God loves you. That he gave his only begotten son, God gave up his only begotten son to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for your sins. He shed innocent blood on the cross for your sins because Jesus Christ never committed a sin in word, in thought, in attitude, or in deed. Yes, you can have a sinful attitude. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son up to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for our sins, however, our lies, our stealing, our lusting after people and things, coveting after people and things, what other people have, our disrespect and dishonor and disobedience and having bad attitudes towards our parents, our taking God's name in vain and so many other sins. These are just five of the Ten Commandments. If we have broke one of them, we have broken the whole law according to the Bible. Jesus died for all of our wickedness and all of our sins. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, he was speaking of himself, that whosoever believeth in him, the word whosoever means anybody at any time, the word believeth means to trust in, to have faith in him, Jesus Christ, should not perish, that is, you will not go to hell, but have everlasting life. So, dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ today so that you can be saved from the torments of hell.
For the Bible teaches that once you die unsaved, if you die without believing in Christ, you will immediately wake up in the torments of hell. If you want to avoid that and wake up in heaven and in the arms of Jesus Christ, if you will, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ down here. For the Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever, whosoever, that, there's that word again, whosoever, anybody at any time, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. It's very simple to be saved, very easy to be saved, contrary to what people will tell you. You don't have to be in a church building to get saved. You don't have to join a church to get saved. You don't have to get baptized to get saved. You don't have to give any money to the church to get saved. You don't have to shake the preacher's hand. You don't have to raise your hand. You don't have to walk down the aisle. You don't have to do anything to get saved, but believe in Jesus Christ and call on his name and pray and ask him to save you. And he will do so, my beloved. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you. So believe in your heart. Only you can do that. That Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. Pray with me the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven, I acknowledge that I am a wicked sinner. And I admit that I have broken your Ten Commandments. I have indeed committed some of those sins that were mentioned earlier by the preacher. And Holy Father God, I admit that I deserve to go to hell just like a criminal deserves to go to jail. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my crimes and sins. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and uh, into my spirit and save my soul. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day, and Lord, I, don't, I do not understand it all, but I thank you for it all. And I believe it all. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul. And change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And help me to truly repent of my sins past. and to truly repent of my sins present and to turn from my evil life and to follow you, Lord Jesus, in the new life. For it is in your name I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you just believed in the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart, as your Lord and Savior, and you prayed that prayer with me and you meant it from your heart, I declare to you that based upon the Word of God, the Holy Bible, that I just shared with you, you are now saved from hell and you're on your way to heaven. Welcome to the family of God, dear friend. I want to congratulate you on doing the most important thing in life and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ Jesus, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. 
Jesus Christ said in John chapter 10 verse 9 uh, and this is what the book title is based on I am the door Jesus Christ said by me if any man enter in he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture ladies and gentlemen until next time may the Lord bless you and keep you is my prayer 